From New York City to Los Angeles, Powered Up Talk Radio is giving women of all ages permission to live the life they'd always dreamed of. Each week, Powered Up Talk Radio explores innovative ways to stay focused in a world that's experiencing dramatic changes. Find out who you are, discover your purpose, and challenge yourself to be all you can be, right here, right now. Here are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin. ladies, this is Sandra Beck and I'm here with Linda Franklin and we are visiting today with Lori Johnson and you know Lori has this great newsletter that both Linda and I read on a regular basis and boy Linda she called it with all this upset that's going on in the media world in the publishing world in the uh, business world I mean the the old regime is over and it's it's you know they're dropping like you can't turn on the news without seeing another unimaginable story about abuse of power. No, absolutely. I mean, it's happening and it's happening. The thing that's getting me is that it's happening so fast. I mean, Lori was on this show uh, two or three years ago talking about these things that would happen. And now, I mean, they're happening as we speak on a daily basis and it's it's what she said and I can't wait to hear it's like and it's like the 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 um the Piscean age is like holding on by their fingernails but they're not making it and people are now being aware of what's going on and women are taking over all of this stuff with I there was sexual harassment and sexual abuse. I mean, it's it's not a trickle. It's a floodgate, and it's so long overdue, and it's it's just happening. So, you know, Lori, you called it. You know, it's amazing. Yeah, it's it's pretty clear though. I mean, if you can see where where the general energy is going to be, this is really tremendous. Um, the power shift is really tremendous, and it's not going to be like all women in power because it's now about equality. And unfortunately, there are a lot of people who have been in power, very specifically men, not exclusively, but mostly men, who just don't know what to do with that. But it is an equality, a balancing out of everything, and women being in an equal energy. If women were on Wall Street when that happened, we wouldn't have had the crash in 2008. So it's the lessons that have to keep coming up of showing that this very uneven power structure is changing and there's nothing anybody can do about it. It's changing and women are stepping up. And even because women are stepping up, women are stepping up because the energy has shifted to allow them to stand in their own power. So that's what it is? It's not a better than, is it? It's more of a, a, a balancing out because I worked for the studios and I worked for some of these knuckleheads and, and some of the women though were as bad as the men. It was just, you know, it's an imbalance of power. So how does that relate to gender specifically? Because I don't know. I get confused. I mean, I get that, you know, men have historically been in the position of power and things are shifting, but isn't it a human nature aspect in a response to greed? 
Uh, it's a, yeah, we've had um, the male energy lesson going on for 2,000 years where that was the predominant thing, where it was the, the power over, being the one in charge, being the, the father, the authoritarian figure. And when that shifted, it wasn't that women did not learn anything. We learned a whole other lesson about the power within, the caretaking, being the support. That's not how we're supposed to be. It's just how the lesson was for humankind over the last 2,000 years. What we're getting into is not about the role of whether you're a good man in tradition or a good woman in tradition. It's about are you a good human being. And the power of women coming into power from that's been going on, meaning like since they got the vote and, you know, like from the 60s with freedom and all that stuff, that we got into women having to be in power in a male way in order to be able to stand in that at all. So the people, the women who are dealing with that power structure have to behave in a masculine, traditional Piscean masculine way in order for them to get anywhere. Because if they stood in that balance of the creative side of the brain and the logical side of the brain, then they wouldn't have been able to get anywhere. So you had to go into left hemisphere, the logical side of the brain, that, you know, keep everything, keep the emotions out of it. There's no soul involved with business. It's all about greed. It's all about what I need to do more. But we've also had the Piscean Age teaching lessons through fear. For 2,000 years, it's like you have to learn something because what's going to happen to you if you don't is more fearful. And that's a hell of a way to learn because then you're forced into doing something, not because it's a revelation for you or because you want it, but because if you don't, you're going to get punished, you're going to go to hell, you're going to go to purgatory, you're never going to you know, have any kind of positive energy if you don't do what you're afraid of. So what we're coming into is doing something not because of fear, but by choice, by being able to express the power within, because the masculine energy being in charge for so long doesn't mean that they're wrong, it means that they kind of swung to one end of the pendulum, and now it's about the feminine energy balancing that out, if that makes any sense. Yeah, but is it, it's almost like, it's like follow the leader, and it's sort of subtle, like sheep following, I mean, one or two came out, and now it, it gave the rest of, the, of, of women permission to come forward is it because they're feeling the energy or is it because they feel safer because you know other women have preceded them by a couple of months it's both and you are going to get women who who come out like i said in my last newsletter yesterday women that are going to come out and they're going to exaggerate the truth because they don't have something specific that they can say but they've been experiencing sexual harassment or abuse or this power over stuff for so long but majority, 99.9%, are going to be coming out because it's safe now. Because, um, I mean, if you look at how this actually started, this kind of, like, awakening, it started with Cosby last year. Yeah. And yet, in last year, you didn't have everybody coming out. I mean, for him, yes, but you didn't have everybody coming out like Weinstein. didn't That, that didn't come out until this year. So oh, right. it's kind Roger of like we needed, we needed to get the level of the safety factor. And last year was still a lot about it was the ending of that um, Piscean male power over stuff. It was like everybody, that was the conclusion of that energy. This year, the reason that it's so chaotic is that there are so many people that are still trying to maintain and force, in fear that they're losing it, force their power on everybody. So it's still as if, you know, that power is there. It doesn't have any support, but it's, you know, it's kind of like... Um, you know, you can't stop a submarine, as they say, what is it, hot for Red October. You can't stop a submarine on a dime. So this is like the energy was cut off last year, and this is it coming to an end. 
and meaning for the power over, the male power over, and then a female energy, it's not trying to do that. It's trying to even things out so that everybody can stand in what they're good at without having to be influencing others by saying, I'm better than you. It's like we're coming into, and we're so not close to this yet, but we're coming into recognizing each human being um, for being the best that they can be and people being able to stand in that without fear that they have to be something else in order to get an accomplishment. So is this going to give permission to the women that work at Kmart? I mean, the the women that have been coming uh, forward are are pretty high-profile people that they're making the claims against. Um, But, you know, it goes on everywhere. You know, a clerk at Kmart could be being sexually harassed by the manager of the store or whatever. Um, Well, their voices won't be heard quite as loudly, but will, will this give them courage just in their own little universe to do it as well? It will. That's not yet. What's happening, what I feel is going to happen next is that because I do think there are going to be a lot more outing of sexual predators, sexual abusers, and sexual harassers, and it's going to come in the public eye, as in a lot more people in Congress. There are going to be a lot more people in the entertainment industry, and because that's not going to stop, this isn't going to trickle down and just kind of disappear, it's going to get bigger, and Mm -hmm. as it gets bigger, there are going to have to be rules and laws that are going to be set in place, whether it's just within Congress or just within the entertainment industry, that will be an example for all the other businesses and professions, but you'll get those rules, and it will not always be fair, but it'll be a delineation, because when you get this kind of explosion of things that have been so subverted for so long, there's going to be like an overreaction to it. So an overreaction to, if you look at somebody wrong, this is what's going to happen, because that's just human nature, that's what we do, but the first thing is going to be that there will be, like rules set in Congress, that if you do this, this is the punishment. And if you do that, or if you're found out for that, you can get outed. But there will be um, a set, a standard, that will then become the norm. But the first thing that's going to happen is those two, like um, Congress or politics and entertainment, will have to face this and deal with it in one way or another, while the other, the what we call lesser, they're not lesser, but you know, the business that is not as high profile, will eventually have to be following the same thing. But because it's not as high profile, there's not going to be as much pressure. So there will be the wave of getting all this stuff with entertainment and politics that will be straightened out, not 100%, but at least a whole lot more than it is right now. And then people that are in the non-high profile positions will follow along. This is a wave, and it's not going to stop, and it's not going to lessen. It's just a matter of... The top of the wave is the public stuff, and the bottom of the wave is the non-public stuff. Right. But, you know, with, with this current Congress and, and, and Senate that we have right now, <laughs> that's, that's, that's completely, I don't, I, there's no words for it, but, you know, what are the chances? I, it may not happen. It may not happen until a nec- the next administration comes in because these guys are holding on for dear life. This is the Pisceans, you know, grabbing on by their fingernails. They yeah. don't want change. They don't want change, but they don't have a choice. And what they will try to do is make change while they're still thinking that they're in power so that they can control what's going to happen to themselves if they are accused. Um, So I do feel that there will be um, rules, laws, standards that will be established within the next year. Um, But it's going to be a process of change. It's not, that's not going to be the ending of how this is going to go. It's just the beginning. 
Okay. I need to take us to commercial break. We're visiting today with Lori Johnson. This is Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin, and we're talking about the shift, the changes that are going on. And when we come back from the break, we're going to talk a little bit more about this and what it looks like, and we're going to tie it to money because, boy, when you get money involved, everything changes. We'll be back after the break. Stay with us. We've got lots more ahead. We'll be right back. This is D.V. Kidd from NewsWithViews.com. My new book, Taking Politics Out of Solutions, is now available. Why is it nothing changes no matter who you vote for? My book covers the most critical issues eating this country alive, as well as the solutions that are already there that Congress and the agenda-driven media don't want you to know. From the disaster of our economy, why we will never have any economic freedom until the Fed is abolished, trade, the meltdown underway called Obamacare, the truth about Social Security and Medicare, and the fraudulent ratification of the 17th Amendment to the U.S. Constitution, a very big issue that affects every American. The answers and solutions are in my book that all Americans need to read because the worst is coming at us like a freight train. To order, please call one 800 955 0116 Have you ever found yourself on an airplane seated next to a non-stop talker that you really don't have anything at all in common with? When I fly, I usually want to catch up on my reading and not have to listen to an explaterator. It's even worse if they're a philodox. That's a person who just loves their own opinion. Well, now a Facebook app lets you choose your own seatmate before you fly. According to an article in USA Today, social media startups are bringing together compatible flyers before they take their seats. That's good news for people lovers, otherwise known as philodemics. A number of apps such as Plainly and Satisfy are helping travelers meet not only online, but in person. Think the Match.com of travel. I love flying and have been to almost as many places as my luggage. It's words you never heard. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words-you-never-heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Work. We're having a great discussion. Let's get back to it. Hey, ladies, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Linda Franklin and Lori Johnson, and we are talking about the shift, about the changes that have been happening. And, you know, from the cheap seats over here, I spent many years at Disney and CBS and and um, worked in these environments, you know, that we speak about. And, you know... <sighs> So much of it is tied, this masculine energy is tied with getting what you want. And, you know, you can force things, you can fight for things, you can battle for things. You know, that's a very masculine energy way of handling things. But at the core of a lot of this is greed. You know, he who has the most toys or the most money or the most movie contracts or the highest paid this, the highest paid that. And, you know, money and greed and power, you know, they're all all common bedfellows. Um, when there's a shift to the feminine energy, which is a less combative way of getting what you want, is that 
the solution, Lori, because my question is we've got human nature and we've got greed and we've got power mongers. And the way they've gone about greed and power acquisition is through the masculine energy. Is there a way to do that with feminine energy? Is there, you know, is this a solution or is this just a shift in energy and human behavior is going to be human behavior any way you slice it? Well, the human behavior that's bringing about the money and the power and the greed and that need is not technically human nature. It is the 2,000-year lesson of men being in charge. So human nature is not necessarily about being greedy because there was a whole world that happened before we got into that this was about money, it was about industry, it was about more. Yeah, we're always going to have, I can't say always, we are for quite a while still going to have people that need to find their safety by having more or being better. Because all this is the money, the power, and the greed, that is all based on fear that it's either going to be taken away, that I'm not good enough, because people who are going after that usually are not the people who are doing a lot of inner work or know themselves really well (laughs) unless they only know their ego and give total permission for that. So human nature is a lot more loving, is a lot more balanced, and we've been not completely out of balance during these last 2,000 years, but got a lot more out of balance in the last 500 of it, especially the last 200 when the industrial age came in, and it was so much easier to have more than somebody else. But that's all. All of this is based on fear. When we are clearer on who we are, which is what the Aquarian age also brings in, it doesn't just bring in equality, it brings in a spiritual awakening of self. When we get that, then the fear starts to dissipate because it no longer is necessary for us to learn it in that way. Now it's going to be more a self-awakening, and with that comes, we don't need the power or the money or the greed in the same way. It's going to be more balanced, and that's everything that's going on. Starting with next year, which is a two-year numerology, so everything is about either balance or polarity, but everything moving forward, when we get further and further into the Aquarian age, it is all about that balance. With that balance, especially within... We don't need the fear to make us need the money and the power and the greed to keep us safe. Well, don't we have, um, I think people, if we, get, as we get along a little bit further and people realize, I think there's going to be a shift in what they think power is right yeah. now. So it's not about, you know, money and, and, and what you have and, and your job and, and all, of, all of those things. It's going to be about the power that you have inside of you. And that will be the biggest shift of all, realizing it doesn't come from the outside. It's, it's from the inside. Yep, exactly. Well, I mean, you know, I, I was talking to somebody today and I said as, as, as disgusting and nauseating as, as, as you feel every time you turn on the news, I think it's a very exciting time to be alive. Watching yeah. this, watching this happen, watching it every day, like like a, like the worst movie I ever saw. But it's like, holy cow! I mean, it's you can't believe it's happening, and yet it's happening, and everybody's saying, "Oh my God, is the end of the world?" But no, it's the beginning of the world. Yeah. It is the end in one way. It's the end of a single way of thinking, Um, but that doesn't mean it stops things. It means it opens the door for a whole other way of thinking, and it's all part of evolution. It's not bad. It's not good. It's just a matter of how we learn. Right now, we're in that phase that, you know, if you have a kid accidentally put his hand in fire, he learns a lot faster not to do that than if somebody tells him not to do that. So, yeah, you're right about the, um, the whole thing of that. We were talking about money at some point where, 
you know, if the men with the sexual harassment, a lot of these people, like Roy Moore, like Kevin Spacey, are not going to change that they think they did anything wrong, um, but they'll be punished for it in one way or another. will have to do with money, will have to do with fame or, you know, infamy, um, but it will affect their pocketbook, it will affect the respect that they've already had and the power that they have over other people, but it won't stop them. They're not going to learn this lesson until they're on the other side and get ready for the next life. Um, because it's been so successful for them. And I don't get any regret or any remorse from pretty much anybody who's been accused, except like Al Franken. But, I mean, that's not the same thing as, you know, a 14-year-old girl that he's taking care of. No, but, you know, that's the thing. Now, because it's new, it's all being stuffed into one bucket, and I don't believe it's all in one bucket. I don't believe for a second what Al Franken did as a comedian, because everybody seemed to be smiling and having a good time, is remotely the same as 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 all, you know, the other guys that, you know, the, 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 the judge is, is a pedophile. I mean, that's, that's yeah. a whole different ball of wax. Yeah, but, and you that's know, what down to intention you know that's the one thing we have to look at in these things is what is the intention you know is the intention to have fun and be silly and make people laugh yes i get that they cross the line you know in present day in you know 20 years ago or 10 years ago i don't think people would have have even thought about it crossing a line they just would have thought it was just another funny i was married to a comedian for 10 years i know all these comedians and you know their intentions are not to do anything other than entertain people and when i look at you know some comedians obviously their intention is to humiliate and hurt different intention but you're right it can't be all in the same bucket and we do have to look at the intention and i didn't see laurie other than al franken i didn't see a whole lot of remorse i saw a whole lot of shifting of blame and flat out denial yeah and that's you know that's the whole thing that the support of the theory of the piscean age male in power people still think that that's going on and haven't realized the rug's been pulled out from underneath them but yeah weinstein has he might be in like sexual rehabilitation right now. Um, it's like a six-month program I think he's in, but he's not shifting anything, and I actually took a look at that at one point for myself to see what was going on, and what I saw that he was going to come out of it, and as Hollywood does, he's going to be remorseful, and they're going to forgive him, and at some point he will be able to get back into the industry because everybody loves an underdog or somebody who's had a bad thing happen to them come back in a different energy, but his energy hasn't changed. His facade will, and then he'll be doing the same thing. Give it another five years. If they accept him within the five years, he'll be doing the same damn thing because he doesn't think he did anything wrong. He still has power. He is allowed to do that because women are not as important as men, and they're just playthings for him, and anybody is a plaything for him if he makes more, less money and, and how we can mess him up. So these people, these, some people are just not going to change, and I think that that's when we get into how things are going to be handled, that there is going to be a gradation of, you know, um, harassment or like the picture with Al Franken for comedy is one thing, Roy Moore completely on another scale altogether, and it will be probably not exactly justice, because we're still going to be figuring that out, but it will not be all treated as the same. Do you th- I mean, you, you, you sparked something me. So you said that, you know, these guys, you really, they don't have any remorse because they don't think they, they've um, done anything wrong. Now, 
I, I just want to go to Trump for a second. All these these horrible things that he's doing every single day. Do you think that he looks in the mirror and 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 sees? this wonderful thing that he thinks he is, or does he have, I don't think he has any kind of second thought about anything he's doing, and I wonder if he has any fear about even what's going on with the Mueller investigation, and that, you know, he could go down in a, in a, you know, <laughs> I don't know what, and and taking all these people with him, uh, but, you know, I don't, he got, it, it looks like he hasn't got any fear about that at all. No, he kind of lives in a bit of a fantasy in Trump land, and he's trying to make Trump land America, and America doesn't really care for that stuff. And the only people who do, do care for it still need to have Daddy tell them what to do. A lot of young souls still on the planet right now. But no, I don't feel that he has any remorse. I don't think he's doing. he thinks he's doing anything wrong. Like, you know, the, the stuff that happened with the Navajo Code Talkers uh, oh, recently where he's, you know, using that as an avenue to bust Elizabeth Warren by calling her Pocahontas again, yeah. how incredibly disrespectful, and even oh. if that was calculated in order to get the Mueller investigation off everybody's mind, I don't feel that he would have thought of that. He just says what he thinks is right for him, and he doesn't care, because that's been successful up until he got to be president. Yeah, well, <laughs> yes, it has. And, 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 and I think in his mind it still is, because he's still at his base. And when, when you see what's going on in Alabama, I think Alabama is going to be another turning point or not. But, you know, they don't care. They, they just want to, they want their tax bill to pass. They want, uh, you know, they want a Republican in the Senate. And, and the people that are going to vote for him could care less if he's a pedophile or a sicknik or whatever. They, you know, it's just, and, and the thing that, too, all these religious leaders in Alabama that have, have come out in his defense, I mean, geez, these guys are, are supposed to be men of, you know, men of religion, men of God. How could they, how could they endorse somebody that has done the things that he's done? Fear of change. Fear Basically, of change. That's it. It's fear of change, and they're not going to have the same power that they did before with this change. They don't know what to do with it, so it's all about fear. So stick with um, what you know that's going to keep you in the same reality, and that doesn't play anymore. So it's a nice idea. It's not going to work. Well, and let's talk about agenda. I know I've got to take us to commercial break, but, you know, the we talk about all these ancillary things, but, you know, in most positions of power, people have an agenda, and they stick to the agenda, and they really have blinders on to everything else going on around them because they're mission-focused. They want what they want. They need to get the job done, quote-unquote, to use a yeah. lot of the phrases that I was taught, especially in business school. And so I want to talk about that, you know, the agenda. What what matters and what doesn't matter and you know where do we draw the line we'll be back after the break stay with us we've got lots more ahead we'll be right back The pages of American Patchwork and Quilting magazine come to life on our new weekly online radio show, American Patchwork and Quilting. Join Pat Sloan, our blogging and quilt designer host, as she talks about the latest trends, ideas, and inspirations. Her guests include quilt pattern designers, authors, quilt shop owners, and our editors. All quilters, just like you. Call in with your questions. Get quilting tips from industry experts. Learn about free patterns. 
Hear behind-the-scenes stories from our magazines, American Patchwork and Quilting, Quilt Sampler, and Quilts and More. Get the scoop on free stuff. And find out more about the best independent quilt shops in North America. To listen to a live show, tune in Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern. Just log on to allpeoplequilt.com slash radio. To hear past shows, go to iTunes and search for American Patchwork and Quilting Radio. We hope you'll join us because we know that quilting changes everything. It's merging Do you ever get nervous riding in an elevator because you're afraid the cable might snap? It's entered my mind more than once. According to Elevator World magazine, on the rare occasion a cable breaks, the car won't hunge plunge to the bottom. This is because elevators have as many as 10 cables holding them up, each capable of supporting a fully loaded car. Sometimes I feel a little mischievous in elevators. Next time you're feeling like a rapscallion, try one of these little jokes. When there's only one other person in the elevator, tap them on the shoulder and then pretend it wasn't you. Push one of the buttons and pretend it gave you a shock. Or maybe start a sing-along. What's a word for a person who thinks he's funny but no one else does? Vitzel souped. It's I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words-you-never-heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Work. We're having a great discussion. Let's get back to it. Hey, ladies, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Linda Franklin and Lori Johnson, and we're talking about the current state of affairs, and I want to introduce the concept of agendas, and, you know, everybody has an agenda, and when I taught at USC about, I don't know, 15 years ago, I taught in their business department. And we did an exercise where an airplane was crashing, and on the plane were 10 people, and we had three parachutes. And it was up to each student to decide which profile person was given the parachute. And everything was brought into question. You had a gay priest who ran you know, the, the largest homeless shelter. You had a doctor with AIDS who was on the brink of discovering a cure for cancer. So everybody had some compelling social good and they had some repelling social bad in the minds of most people. And I had about 40 students at the time. And it was very interesting watching these students because no, nothing was black and white, and it all came down to agenda. What agenda did you think was more important is the value of human life. You've got a six-year-old on the plane who has probably 50, 60 years left to live, or you have the doctor with AIDS that's probably going to die in the next four years, but he's got on the brink of discovering the cure for cancer. What do you care more about? Curing cancer, giving this child his, his full uh, life. And so... All of these created big dilemmas, and, and my students had to work um, to, to come up with the three survivors. And once they came up with the three survivors that they chose individually, I put them into groups. I put them into groups, and I divided them up based on their names, what country I knew they were from, what background I knew they were from, to really foster communication. Because when people become agenda-focused, they can really turn a blind eye to everything that they deem non-essential. And I'm going to say something that's probably going to cause people to blow up in flames, but 
in the agenda that they need something done, does it really matter if that person liked 14-year-old girls? Now, my morality screams out and says, absolutely it does. Other people might see it differently going, one doesn't have anything to do with the other. And it's all down to what is your agenda, what is your focus, and what is important to you, and how do we solve this as a population? Why is my viewpoint any more weighty than your viewpoint? And I'm going to throw this out to Lori or Linda to say, you know, where do we draw the line? Where do we assign that, that one behavior is more egregious than another? Okay. okay. <laughs> um, that's a lot to digest. So <laughs> it, it is. And I'm, I was thinking when you were talking that the agenda reality is shifting. That we're talking about the agenda as it exists right now with the mindset that we have. The agenda within the Piscean Age or how we take the lessons of the Piscean Age and have put them into an agenda, a lot of it is about the power of me. Um, the thing that is going to be different that shifts the agenda is that the natural agenda will then, then be about the power of all. This is the consciousness that we're shifting into, that's the vibration that we're shifting into from about me, my lessons, what I need to do, because it's been a very young energy lesson going on for 2,000 years, going into the adult lesson of it's not about me, it's about us. It's not about what's going to happen to me. It's what's going to happen to all of us. And anybody who stands in that it's about me is dated and on their way out, whether they want to be or not. And people who are thinking about for the good of all are the ones that are moving with the Aquarian Age and will be able to have their agenda, which is for all, not just for me to be successful in my agenda for everybody, but that genuine thinking that we are all connected and it's about all. So it kind of cuts what you're saying a little bit because what you're dealing with with that exercise is how people have been feeling an agenda is within the Piscean Age man mindset. But isn't it, isn't it human nature to want to protect yourself? Yeah, but protect self and making everything about me is very different. You can protect yourself without having to destroy everybody else. You can protect yourself without putting your ego out, being the most important thing, and everybody else becomes less than you are. Right. Well, and you can succeed collectively rather than at the expense of others. Yes. It's about, it's, it's a balancing out of ego. We all need the ego. It's our outer personality. But with this power over stuff that the men have been learning, it has gotten to be that the ego is the most important thing. I want something. I have power. I'm a man. Therefore, I get it. That's not how it's always been. That's just as we're coming to the end of a lesson, people are afraid to lose that. Men are afraid to lose that. And some women don't want their men to be less than who they have been, so they're kind of like sticking up for this stuff too because they don't want to have to take responsibility for who they are. But the consciousness moving into an awareness that if you are aware that we are all connected, not in theory, but we are all connected, we are all as if related, whether you like your mother, you like your cousin or whatever, if we really considerably understand that we are all connected and not just connected to other people, but connected to all life, it does shift how we look at an agenda. 
Well, sure, because yeah. you know we go from a we go from a singular perspective to a collective in, uh, perspective, and you know one can't affect. I mean, just basic physics, like you cannot affect a collective without affecting everything else in the group. It's not a singularity. It's not a. It's not a, a an individual unit. Um, yeah. Which is amazing that we can study this in physics and you know talk about quantum physics and and quantum energy and all these things and study them. But yet, as a people, we don't generally look at it and apply it to our own being. Yeah. So if we live in consciousness and that's what we really want to do now and that's what the Aquarian age is, is really going to help us with, so we can, as you said, we can protect ourselves because, but, we, we're, but we're consciously doing, we, we don't consciously do anything to hurt anybody else, but we, but we still take care of ourselves. Yeah, we can do that. It doesn't seem like it's possible because we have lived in the I'm right, you're wrong. You know, I'm right, and if you're different than me, then you're a threat, therefore you have to be wrong, and you are less than human, therefore I can do whatever I want. Women are less than human, people of color are less than human, but it's interesting, I've lived in, in situations where there are less than human to one set of ethnic people, but other ethnic people are less than human to them. Yes. So it isn't just about whites looking down on, although we really do that well, but it is about anybody who is different from a group of people then becomes a threat, and that's the stuff we're moving out of. Um, this was, it isn't just a 2,000-year cycle, and I know I've said this before on your show, but it's good to be reminded. It isn't a 2,000-year cycle that ended. The longest, we're coming out of a 26,000-year growth cycle that puts us into a new 26,000-year growth cycle, and this is huge. So it isn't that we're just going to make a little bit of a change and become more about um, the universe as opposed to me, me, me. It's a whole concept. It's, and I compare it to, like people say, it's going to be apples and oranges. It's not. It's going to be like apples and feathers. Completely different way of looking at things that we're just getting into, and we can't imagine it because we've never had this before. This is a new idea. This is a new vibration that we're moving into, and it's happening really fast. Even though if you're living day to day, it doesn't seem like it, but it's happening really fast. If you look at history and how quickly in the last 20 years things have just shifted so dramatically, and it's going to continue to do that because this energy is so strong, it's not wasting any time. You're with it or you're out. There's nothing in between. Will this bring more peace in the world? I mean, we still have all of the, you know, these people that are out to kill each other, uh, and, you know, and the hatred and the religion, and, I mean, everything is just, you know, it's, it's, it's nuts, but if... Will that, will that psyche allow that new way to penetrate, or it's just not going to happen because it's, it's, too, it's too far gone? Uh, no, it will make a difference here, but it's, again, um, one of my favorite sayings is that if you take everybody on the planet and line them up in one line, every human being and the most advanced person, most spiritually advanced and knowledgeable, not necessarily in left hemisphere logic, but knowledgeable, wise individuals at the front and the least is at the back, that first person takes a step and has to wait until everybody else in line, including that person who is the least enlightened, takes that step too. So it takes time, but yeah, this new vibration, even though it's happening really quickly, we will be seeing how this does make a difference for everything, including, you know, the leaders who are, because the leaders right now that are just so stuck in it's about me, which, you know, North Korea and the Philippines and anybody who is in that dictatorial male power stuff, 
they're freaking out because they can feel it on a very subconscious level that their time is coming to an end, but that doesn't mean that they're not going to reach out and try to push their agenda, push their survival um, by causing war. I don't think we're going to have war, but I can see that it is still possible because it's like my last hurrah is I'm going to destroy everybody I possibly can. Yeah. And that and the mentality, the Trump mentality, and, and the North Korean guys' mentality—that's that's the mentality. You know, I'm I'm bigger and and I'm more powerful than anybody, and I'll show you. Yeah. And they will. Um, I don't think that they will be allowed, and I don't mean just by other people, but I don't think that they will be allowed by the energy that takes care of us and the force or God or whatever for there to be any kind of war—not real war. I mean, you know, I understand that we have war going on, but it's not like the war we understand that World War II was, where it's direct conflict. It's not, I'm going to drop a bomb, or I've got drones, I'm going to destroy you. Mm-hmm. Where we get that direct stuff going on, it's not going to be quite that, I can't say easy, because that's a stupid word to use with war. Um, but these people have to kind of just get to a point where they're really um, allowed to their head. Okay, one more thing real quick, because I know we're going to have to take a break soon, is that when we hit the eclipse on August 21st, yeah. that kind of permission to allow people to get with the program stopped. So these men who are supposed to learn something, if they haven't gotten with the program already, the energy is not caretaking them. So they're on their own, and that's a fearful place for them to be before they're ousted. But there will be ousting all over the place for everybody who's standing in Trump-like energy. All right, I'm going to take us to commercial break. We're visiting today with Lori Johnson. Uh, Lori, how can people find you? Um, Best ways, I've got a website at lauriejohnsonpsychic.com. My first name is spelled L-A-U-R-I-E, Lori Johnson Psychic, all one word, and all my info, booking, who I am, what I do, blah, blah, all of that's there. We'll be back after the break. Stay with us. We've got lots more ahead. We'll be right back. LinkedIn. It's a great tool and a great way to do business in today's social media-driven world. And Carol McManus is the LinkedIn lady with the LinkedIn Lady Show, Tuesday and Wednesday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern on allbusinessradionetwork.com. The LinkedIn Lady Show is designed to inform, inspire, and educate businesses. Every social media site has a specific demographic, personality, and purpose. And the LinkedIn Lady will interview a variety of guests, such as business owners who can showcase their business and talk about how they use social media, such as Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Google+, Pinterest, and of course, LinkedIn. For more on Carol and the show, check out her website, LinkedInLady.com. As trends change and new applications become available, the LinkedIn Lady Show will bring that information to you in an easy-to-use, fun, and engaging way. Every Tuesday and Wednesday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern, it's the LinkedIn Lady Show with Carol McManus on AllBusinessRadioNetwork.com. about the Gabrielunzi bear caught rummaging through a refrigerator in an apartment in Colorado? The tenant heard noises coming from the kitchen and saw a bear with his head in the fridge looking for anything it could eat. What's a word for food that's unfit for human consumption? Ma wallop! The tenant locked himself in his bedroom and called for help. 
What's a word for the fear of bears? Ursophobia. We have lots of bears near our Colorado cabin, and we have been told that pepper spray will keep them away. But the idea that it would keep a 500-pound grizzly bear from attacking seems ridiculous to me. I think I'll try the pepper spray on myself and hope the bear doesn't like spicy foods. It's marching I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words-you-never-heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. We're having a great discussion. Let's get back to it. Hey, ladies, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Lori Johnson and Linda Franklin, and we're talking about the shift. Now, we're coming into the end of of the year, Lori, and, you know, can you kind of recap for us this year and, and what we can expect coming into next year? Oh, yeah. We are at the end of a two-year cycle here, at the end of a nine-year, like I said, in the beginning of a one-year going into 2017 was the new beginning of things. But because there are so many young energies that are so afraid and so stuck and there's just so much tremendous um, shifting that is required, these have been very, very, very difficult years, this one very specifically because it's the first time that people in the old mindset really don't have any power and they're scrambling and scared to death, more scared than they've ever been. What we come into next year is a year of balance. It doesn't mean everybody's going to be in balance, but it does mean that there's going to be more of an equaling out of things and the polarity of the opposite, because it's either within a two energy, which is 2018 numerologically, then you either get balance or you get polarity the together or the opposite. And there are going to be still a lot of the people who are, <clears throat> excuse me, yelling and screaming now, <clears throat> excuse me, who are going to be in polarity, but within themselves more than with everybody else. So what we will feel, and not necessarily right off the bat because the energy doesn't actually shift until mid-February, but when we get into that new energy, it is about that balance. There will be kind of like a um, this pressure of these last two years. I can already feel that it's releasing and people will be allowed to be more in their own space. When we talk about politics, I think it's going to be an up-and-down year with a lot of fear and a lot of hope, and I feel that there will be a lot of activity that is actually going to take place around the president because when he was first elected, I saw really clearly two years and three months of him being in office, and that was it. So I think that the Mueller investigation is going to hit him first next year, probably not until the second half of the year, first with criminal charges. And while that's going on, there will be an impeachment movement, but the impeachment will not come first. It will be the indictment, the criminal charges that will come first, and then an impeachment. And I can't see what he's going to do because I'm sorry to say this and being rude, and if anybody's listening who likes Trump, I apologize. He's stupid enough to think that he can get through this and not be hurt. That's not what's going to happen. So two years, three months, you know, Probably sometime April in 2019, he's not going to be around. But next year, it's going to be a whole movement of people stepping up like they did in Oklahoma and like they did in Virginia leading into the election, which is kind of like a benchmark of being able to see how awakening people are getting to be. Because you can't step in and want to be for the good of all if you're still standing in that old mindset. So next year is going to be... It's going to be quite a ride, but it's going to be a lot more positive or it will feel a lot lighter 
than the last two years because these have been really, really hard years. Well, and I have a question, Lori, you know, because, you know, and I watched this on social media unfold and we all saw it on the news. Like, why does it strike a chord in some people so deeply? Like when you said, you know, like if you're a Trump follower or a Trump fan, you know, I'm sorry or I apologize for hurting your feelings or whatever, you know, why do we care so much? Like, you know, whether I'm pro-Trump or not pro-Trump is nobody's business. So I don't have any feelings either way. Is it because we're all old energy stuck people that are aligning with Trump and the new energy people are not aligning with Trump? Or why does Trump cause us such a a a drama you know even still something goes on the news or something goes on facebook and people just blow up right and left or was that trump's role in all this was he here to like tip over the apple cart yeah that's exactly he is the great negative lesson and again put your hand in fire you learn fast that's a negative lesson he is a negative lesson to show us what doesn't work anymore by being so absolutely sure that it does but people who are supporting him Rapidly, excuse me, rapidly supporting him without the logic of what he's doing and not wanting to hear about Roy Moore and the way that, you know, he's a pedophile. They don't believe that stuff. They don't want to believe it because it's personal to them. And I don't mean personal like they really believe in Trump, but it's personal in that Trump represents that they don't have to grow up. And there's the fear that they grow up and they're not going to be good at it. And I mean on a soul level that he represents them not having to, and so they're holding on. They're rabidly for Trump, not because they like him or because they believe in him, but because he represents staying the same. And young souls, and there are a lot more young souls in this lifetime than there usually are, because there are a lot of young souls jam themselves into this lifetime because they don't want to wait 26,000 years for the Piscean lesson to come around again. So they're here, and it's like kindergartners trying to take a master class at university. They don't know what they're doing. And they're lost and they're afraid, and when daddy's voice is no longer going to tell them what to do, which is Trump not being able to tell them what to do anymore, tell them what to think or what to believe, in a very simplistic way, when they don't have that, they won't know what to do because they're young souls and they need direction, and they're going to lose their direction, and they don't have to deal with it. So the fear factor is far more personal, which makes it so rabid. Meaning if you're fighting for your own survival, you're going to be a hell of a lot more committed to it than if you're fighting in a general way. Yes, and, and I think they're going to be even more fearful because all of the promises that he's promising, you know, your, your taxes are going to go down and you're going to have so much more money you're going to get in. We're going to open those coal mines and we're going to give you jobs. And we're, all those promises that they want to hear because that's what they, you know, that's what they need in their lives, it's not going to happen and it's not happening. He hasn't done a damn thing in a whole year that he's been in office, but they're still hanging on because they don't know what to do, and they're still believing it, even though everybody, you know, whether you read the newspaper or listen to the television, or the, they're saying, no, it's not. he's not out for you. He's out for the rich folks, not for the poor folks. Yeah, well, he's out for himself. And that's what he's doing. Everything that makes him good, everything that's going to be good for him. Yes. But be aware also, because we're in um, a longer journey, a 16-year journey, 15, 16-year journey of uh, Pluto and Capricorn, that puts corporations in the, the lead. We still have until 2023 before that energy shifts. 
So if the taxes go through, and I can't tell for sure, I'm thinking that they still won't, the tax stuff that's going on right now within Congress, if that goes through, it's because the corporations are what's holding everything together while everybody else is crazy. And, you know, if they get all the breaks and little people get screwed, which is, you know, if it goes through, that will happen, then that's what needs to happen in order for there to be more change that will push this to be different. Yes. And I, you know, and that's just what might happen is is it'll 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 squeak through because you know the pressure he's putting on these people is just tremendous. So it may it might squeak through, but then people are going to see how it doesn't help them, and and that's that's a new lesson. Yeah. No matter what he does, if he gets his way, he's screwed either way. He doesn't like it when he doesn't get his way, and that makes him unhappy. But when he does get his way, and then everybody turns against him, he doesn't like that either. So he's serving a purpose, um, yeah. and it has to be on a soul level. He consciously was aware, okay, not consciously, but as a soul before he came into this lifetime, he had to have chosen that this was a possibility for him. So there's a lot of karma personally for him that oh, he's yeah. clearing up for himself by being this great boob. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was just, I was talking to this fellow this morning, and he says I need to be at his life review. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, he's going to have to pay for this, but he's also, I feel he's really clearing up some stuff for himself. And, you know, he he is playing a part the way that great leaders who are idiots, or not great leaders, but leaders who are idiots or who are for themselves, they play a part in order to get other people to see things from a different perspective. Yeah. And he's doing that, but it's, you know, I mean, he's doing it really successfully. Yes, yes. But again, I, you know, I said it's it's fascinating and and it's it, it's exciting to watch every day. Um, yeah. We're 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 seeing something we never saw before, and that makes it it's exciting, even though it's very disconcerting. It is, it is. But it's like I never watched the news before, and now I'm watching it all the time. Yeah. Um, because it is a gauge to see how people are growing and waking up, not because of what's actually happening yeah. on a day-to-day basis and who's doing what, but it's, it's a bigger picture kind of gauge for me. Yeah, I feel the same way. It's, it's just interesting to watch and to, and to see all the, the, the ricochet from, from when he opens up his mouth or the ricochet <laughs> that happens from an election, uh, you know, like in Virginia, that women uh, are, are out voting that never voted before. Right. Yep. Yeah. I know that was yeah, there, and and we'll see what happens in Alabama. But all of these things, these are, these are these are very positive moods, and we we just have to live through this crazy. Yeah, but you know, if you have a child who has issues, like has um, something a chemical imbalance that causes anger all the time, you're not going to just throw him out because he's having problems. And I'm not saying Trump is like that, but when we're talking on a soul level for humanity, for all of humankind. That's kind of what he is. He's serving a purpose in yes. teaching people how to learn to communicate or behave or take care of other things differently. And, again, he's doing a really good job. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm on your team. I, I, I completely agree with that. I don't know if Sandra does, but, you know, I, I think it's, it's, it's all for the good, and we needed to shake up badly. Yes. Well, that's it. I, I, I really strongly feel that that – 
we needed to wake up, you know, for the last 10 years, so many of us were just sleepwalking through our lives. And, you know, I would see this when I would go into the, you know, I live in a rural community, you go in the cafe and, you know, people aren't even talking to each other. They're not even looking at each other and they're staring at their phones or they're staring at the TV and, and to go in now and to hear them talking politics, to hear them talking about what is right and what is wrong to me is the greatest conversations that any people could ever have. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I had seen Will Smith. I think he was on the Colbert show a couple of months ago and he said that he loves what's going on. Not that he loves Trump, but he loves the effect because there has never been so much open conversation about race ever. Right. Race, religion, differences ever. And that's really exciting. You've got race, you've got gender, you've got religion, you've got welfare, you've got Obamacare, you've got, you know, do we move the embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem? How about lowering the business tax rate? You know, are we going to increase visa fees? These are things you would never, ever hear, maybe in a New York City cafe, but you're certainly not going to hear it in a rural country cafe. So I am glad that we as a nation are talking, we as a world are talking, because that's the only way change can happen. I'm here today with Lori Johnson at LoriJohnsonPsychic.com and Linda Franklin will be back again next week. Thank you for being with us on Powered Up Talk Radio. We hope you'll join us again, find your purpose, and discover that what you are capable of achieving is a glorious gift. Powered Up Talk Radio is a production of Beck Multimedia.